This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. And broadcasting from Little Caesars Arena for a post-game recap of the Michigan State Spartans' loss to the Syracuse Orange 55-53, to the number 3-seeded Michigan State Spartans going down in defeat to Syracuse. And Syracuse, the 11th seed, and now into the Sweet 16, and not many expected that to be the case, Doc. Vito, no doubt about it, as I sit here recapping this game, it's finally hitting me now as a Michigan State supporter, obviously, that the season is over, but I want everyone that's listening to this to understand and listen to uh, this audio recap. You and I were able to go into the locker room and secure some audio from Miles Bridges, Josh Langford, Cassius Winston, and then... You know, it was really by chance. We were just kind of walking outside after um, the pressers, you know, the staff gave us the five-minute warning. You know, they say, okay, it's time. The players are ready to leave and things like that. And we just walk out, and all of a sudden we see the big media scrum, and Tom Izzo's walking by, and you and I had an opportunity to be part of the media scrum after the pressers. I think you're going to get some quality insight into what happened during the contest, what factors led Michigan State to lose. In the end, everybody that is listening to this knows Michigan State just could not hit shots. And everyone approaching this game, Vito, was worried about that zone. But I think what everyone tried to do is rationalize and said, look, you know, Syracuse only has seven players. They're undermanned. And even during the contest, they got into foul trouble. They even had a player foul out. And so you had a scenario in which Michigan State had the game for the taking. If they make shots, Vito, they win the game flat out. And you had, you know, multiple people struggle. And you look at the box score when you look at the stats and you look at what happened. Michigan State's field goal percentage was dangerously low. They just weren't able to, at the key moments, make baskets. There were a few highlight plays with Miles Bridges and that thunderous dunk in the second half. But I think as you and I were watching in the gondola, watching the contest, late in the game when Syracuse was at the free throw line, they just secured the game by making free throws. And Michigan State, they had chance after chance after chance. And in the end, Vito, when you can't put the ball in the basket consistently, even with the superstars that they have, you know, for Michigan State, it's over. And the season that once had a lot of promise is now over. And uh, it's really disappointing as a Michigan State supporter. It's really disappointing to see a Michigan State team that had potential, but in the end never really lived up to it. And now you're probably going to see a massive change in Michigan State with maybe Jaron Jackson leaving for the NBA and most likely Miles Bridges. And if you guys listen, stay tuned. You'll hear Vito in the locker room asking questions that we felt were pertinent, and I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, one thing I do want to add, though, Vito, in this recap is the experience of covering Michigan State, being that I was a supporter, was really awesome in that I was able to put that aside. We really did the job at hand, and we were able to you know, bring insight. We were able to secure video, get audio from the game. And I just want to say thank you for joining me in this endeavor. You were there all weekend. You did great things for multiple entities. And I got the chance just to sit back and watch everybody greet you. Similar to when we're out and about, you know, where I just get to see everybody talk to Vito and crack wise, tell jokes. And I get to see how people view you. And then a chance for me myself to introduce myself to a couple people. I think the next go around, what's going to happen is I know like I'm always pumping up the podcast and always pumping up what we do and things like that. After today, after what we were able to do in terms of the pressers and things like that, I'm just going to treat this like another media entity in Detroit. I feel like we've done some great things. People are recognizing what we're doing and I'm not going to keep harping on the fact that, Oh, look, we're a podcast doing this. Look, 
people say, you guys are doing a good job. We're just going to keep doing our job, and we're going to stop being like the new kids on the block. We were there. We were in the mix. We were doing things similar to everybody else, and I feel like we asked great questions and we did good work. I'm proud of you being the Detroit Sports Podcast columnist, reporter, really everything that you do for the network. And like I said, even to recording this post-game audio, I could not have asked for a better partner to do this with. You know, I wish we would be speaking on different terms. I wish Michigan State would have won the game. It would have felt different. But in the end, the loss provided us as a network, as reporters, a chance to grow and things like that. And as always, continue to follow us on our Twitter page at Detroit Podcast and visit our website, DetroitSportsPodcast.com. I just want to ask you quickly, how would you summarize your experience this weekend covering the NCAA as part of a podcast network? Well, I would say more positive than MSU disappointing, emotional for Michigan State. For me, all the experiences, all of that added up from Friday. I was there until 1 a.m. or something like that. I mean, almost the whole entire day into Saturday morning, I was there, was walking. I was up on the, the gondola section of Little Caesars Arena by myself. Nobody was there when I walked out. I was walking on the streets of Detroit, was wondering where's my car. No, actually, I knew where my car was, but I got out of there, and it was a great experience, a great venue, by the way, and that arena really deserves a winning product from the Pistons, from the Red Wings, from somebody, from Sparty. I mean, trust me, LCA was hoping for that to be the case. Olympia was hoping for that to be the case. MSU came up short, very disappointing. Izzo and Miles Bridges were crying in the post-game press conference, and then you... You made Izzo cry as well after that, Doc. A very good question by you. The best question I told you in your highlight reel of questions that you've asked, number one was that question to Izzo. So check it out on Twitter, at Detroit Podcast, and make sure to tune into the rest of this special edition of the DSP Network as well. As we have Tum Tum Naren too. I don't think you brought him up. I talked to him as well, along with the other guys that you did already mention. And, Doc, with that, let's get to those interviews. And first, with Tum Tum Naren. Tum Tum, how would you describe this team? What are the the lasting effects, the impact that you think this team made on the Michigan State program? Uh, I think this is you know the best team I've probably been on, and and, and just what we've been able to do um, in the community, just just how we've been able to you know fight through adversity and stick together. I, I'm proud of these guys, man. I'm proud of what we've been able to accomplish this year, and you know I don't think anybody should put their head down. Um, we didn't do what we what we wanted to do or what we thought we were gonna do, but. That's a part of life. A lot of a lot of times, you you set out goals in life and you don't get them accomplished. And that doesn't mean you stop trying. Though you just keep going, and you keep going, and and hopefully you get it. Now, what do you think the guys that are returning next year can take away from this loss today, too? I'd let it burn and motivate them and use it as fuel to to get back to this point. Because a lot of teams don't make the tournament, man. And you just to get back to this point and hopefully go all the way. What's the lasting effect that Tom Izzo has had on you? <laughs> I'll be sitting here talking all day, but. Coach is, um, he's a great coach, but he's even more of an amazing man. And I just, I thank him for everything that he's done um, for me over these four years and everything I know he will continue to do and whatever I decide to do with my life. You don't meet you don't meet people like, like Coach Izzo every single day, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. How would you describe the career that you've had at Michigan State? One that I couldn't even dream of as a kid. I'm so thankful. God has, God has blessed me, man. And I'm really just humbled by it and thankful for it. Thank you much. Best of luck to you. That was senior Tom Tom Naren. And now here are sophomores Josh Langford and Cassius Winston. How tough of a loss would you say this is for you guys? It's a, it's a tough loss, you know, but, you know, you can't really let – it's hard to really look at it. But, you know, if you really look at, you know, look at it, this loss, you know, really doesn't define our season. Just because of, you know, the things we've, we've accomplished this season, we've accomplished so much. 
this season and the, and the things that we've been through, you know, throughout this throughout this season, and to be able to accomplish those things, you know, it says speaks volumes about this team. It speaks volumes about the coaches we have and the program, you know, the type of program the Michigan State program is. And you know, it's just it's difficult, you know, to to, to really feel this loss. But at the end of the day, you know, this team, you can't really knock this team, man, because. This team has done some unbelievable things, and I don't care what anybody says. You know, this this is this is a this is a great team. So many accomplishments: the Big Ten regular season championship, thirty victories in total. What are going to be the lasting memories of this team, in your opinion? Um, I think the biggest the biggest thing that I remember about this team is just how close we are. You know, and and how everybody you know really you know put their individual selves aside and, and put somebody else before them on the team and. You know, I just really remember this brotherhood that we have um, because I feel like, you know, our chemistry, you know, throughout this whole team was unbelievable. And I've never been on the team. You know, I've been on great teams with chemistry and I've been on bad teams with, with that they had bad chemistry. But, you know, this team, you know, hands down has, it has the best chemistry, you know, I've ever been on. And, you know, this team is just, you know, if you just look at everybody, you know, what they've done, everybody has progressed, you know, everybody has gotten better. Um, and it's no, it's no need to, you know, really not knock this team, to knock this team because this team is a great team. So really quick, what made that Syracuse zone defense so hard to score against? Um, it wasn't, you know, not to knock their, not to knock their defense. I feel like they have, they've, the Syracuse have really mastered the zone defense. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we prepared well for this, for this zone defense. And our coaches did an unbelievable job of getting us ready, you know, for, for that. And you know, we got, we got great looks. We got the looks that we wanted to get, you know, throughout the whole game. And, you know, and the ball just didn't go in. Josh, thank you much, man. Best of luck to you, too. What are your lasting memories going to be of this team, Cassius? This was probably the best team I played on in my life. You know, just was felt like I was actually out there playing with my family, and there's, there's no better feeling than that. What made that zone defense from Syracuse so tough to score against today for you and your teammates? I think the biggest thing, we just were hitting shots. You know, it's got a lot of good looks. You know, they were long, forced you into a lot of jump shots and things like that. But, you know, we got a lot of good looks at the rim. That was sophomore Josh Lankford and Cassius Winston. And now here is fellow sophomore and a first-team All-Big Ten selection this past season, Miles Bridges. So what are the lasting memories of this team going to be? You kind of already started talking about that. But what are those lasting memories going to be? I don't know, just the bond and the friendships that I made with my teammates, especially the seniors. Uh, like I said, they're going to last a lifetime, and we have a lot of winners on this team, so we're never going to think think of ourselves as failures, but this is a great group of guys. What has Coach Izzo meant to you? He's, he's the greatest coach I've ever played for, and most importantly, the greatest human being. Um, he, he truly cares about his players, and that's rare to find in college basketball. That was Miles Bridges on what he believes the lasting memories of this team will be, as well as what Coach Izzo has meant to him. Also had the chance to talk with Coach Tom Izzo. My interview with Coach Izzo is the last one of this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. Coach Izzo talked to the media about why his squad lost to Syracuse on Sunday at Little Caesars Arena. And also, I got in a question and asked Izzo, how long will this loss be on his mind? Without further ado, here is some audio from Tom Izzo talking to the media after Sunday's loss to the Syracuse Orange. We lost the game because we didn't make shots and we, that were good shots. I mean, we took some bad ones, average ones at the end, but we had some great shots in the middle of that. McQuaid, uh, uh, Miles, and uh, 
Josh. I mean, Josh hit his first shot, and then I think missed 12 in a row. And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think there were two bad ones. So I have no, no problem with that. I, I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen Miles miss two free throws in a row. You know, it was just that kind of day. And uh, but what he gave me, the only sad part for me, this will be hard to get over, but easy to understand. I hope our fans feel the same way about a kid like Bridges who gave up so much and gave us everything that you'd want your son to emulate, everything in every single way. Class, uh, shared his time, worked morning, noon, and night, um, was a great teammate, was unselfish. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And uh, so make sure that talk radio and, Twitter and everything else, you know, puts it on me, not on him. Because if anybody puts it on him, there's going to be a problem. How long will this loss stay with you, Coach? I said maybe the start of next season, maybe longer. I don't know. I don't know. You know, those are, those are things you deal with as time passes. But Tom's a unique individual, and uh, I just got to find a way to either uh, keep him with us uh, somehow, some way. Um, that kid... Uh, I don't want him going anywhere. I, I appreciate him. So that, that makes it a little more difficult uh, than any I've been with. And yet I'm proud of a lot of them. You know, when, when I look at Cassius and the way he grew this year and put him on a kid that he was on today, bigger, stronger, faster, the job he did, uh, there's a lot of pluses this year, a lot of things I'll appreciate. And that's all she wrote for this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network from Little Caesars Arena. Recapping a big loss for Michigan State in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Syracuse advancing to the Sweet 16 to play Coach K and the Duke Blue Devils. Hope you enjoyed all of the interviews and all the video content as well that we provided via Twitter at our Twitter page of at Detroit Podcast. You can follow all of our podcasts daily and weekly at Detroit Podcast on Twitter, also at our website of DetroitSportsPodcast.com. That's all for now, guys, and I'll talk to you next with the next edition of Tigers Talk dropping this Wednesday. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.